Are you ready? Kinda. <laughs> Are you nervous? I'm a little bit nervous. For our first podcast. I know, it's weird. It's like we usually talk like this every single day, but then as soon as you put a camera there, it's like... I know, don't look at it. You can't look at it. Okay, I'm just going to look at it's you. It's not there. It's not there. No. I'm excited. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> this is a project we've been wanting to do for so long. It has been. It really has been. And I was actually thinking about it in the car on the way here, like, where did this even come from? And I remember, like, I mean, we live really close to one another. Yeah. We, like, see each other every day. Yeah. We talk, each other, <laughs> talk to each other every day. And because we talk so much about business and we're always, like, in each other's ear about what the next <laughs> cool book is or whatever, like, we're always talking about business and Mm. wealth creation and I remember just being like like both of us mentor a lot of women in business and yeah I just remember one day being like I wish I just record our conversations because so many people would love to hear what we talk about I think yeah no I agree I think I was actually I think you suggested it and then I was like on one of my morning walks listening to a podcast. I was like, Shani, let's let's do it. Let's yeah. just do it. Like all these ideas and so many things I think we learn. I would love to be able to teach other women who are looking up to us or understanding or what's actually happening behind the scenes. Like totally. if we could just like consolidate all the little golden nuggets that we know from what the people that we get to meet and the books that we read and the conferences we go to and just put it in a place where people can just tap into it. Yeah. And make it fun. Like business doesn't have to be like really like intimidating. It's like this. For people who are listening, we're sitting up like real stiffs right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So this isn't any old podcast. No. This is a vlogcast. A vlogcast. We're making it cool. Yeah. People are like, what the fuck is a vlogcast? Okay, so wait. We should disclaimer right here, right now. You and I have a really bad potty mouth. We do. We swear a lot. <laughs> We're really excited. And I talk really fast when I you get excited. Talk so fast. I feel like people, if you're listening in, you're going to be like, okay, so Shani's like really poised. Like she's just got this. I talk very slow. I call it, mo- I remember when I first met you, I was just like, you're so monotone. And then like two years in, you're still the same. And I was like, are you excited? Like, are you angry? Are you really angry? I'm so excited. <laughs> and then I'm just like, Ugh. So for those who are listening or watching, we swear a lot sometimes and we get really passionate. We're we just going to apologise now. Yes. Just in case the F word comes out, because it will probably come out. It will. It will. It just adds <laughs> our excitement and our passion to it. A little bit of yeah. flavour. A little bit of flavour. <laughs> so, okay. So I was saying this isn't just an ordinary podcast. It's a vlogcast. It's a vlogcast because we are filming. Yes. And it's going to go on our YouTube channel. Yes. For those of you who want to look at us. <laughs> And maybe it's called Babes Talking Business. Yeah. This and is I, what the vlogcast is called. It's called Babes Talking Business. So maybe we should talk a little bit about what we're talking about, like why we want why? to do it and what kind of stuff people can expect from listening to us goobers. <laughs> Good idea. Okay, so Babes Talking Business is essentially a channel where women and men, yeah, predominantly women, obviously we love supporting women in business. That's why we started Babes in Business and babes talking business what we do here is empower support and celebrate others in business like entrepreneurs all types of people in different types of businesses and this is what I love about being a business owner you get to meet so many people and we've met amazing people in all types of like traditional and non-traditional business you know from like startups and companies and you know, people who own cafes and hair salons all the way through to people who have started like global companies through to cryptocurrencies and network marketers, like all different types of people yeah. in business. And I've just been so inspired by the people that we know and that we've met. 
And so I guess this is the channel for our listeners and for us too, because I'm so excited to learn from a lot of people. Yeah, totally. It's a good channel for people to really tune in and really listen to what goes on in the world of a business owner. Yeah. And I think making it like a really safe and transparent, vulnerable place as well. I think from our journey, a lot of people we do meet in business, people who are looking on the outside in, especially with Instagram and social media these days, there's so much glorified Instagram posts that people don't actually notice all the work that goes on behind the scenes, no matter what business you're in. It's like they think these people are just overnight successes. And then Mm. for people who are maybe wanting to start their own business journey or have like an entrepreneurial bone in them and thinking it could be something for them, they get so easily discouraged because then when they have their first stumble, their first mistake, or they realize how much work and effort actually goes behind the scenes, they're like... What this the hell? Yeah, yeah, like I didn't sign up for this, or that's not what that person told me. Like, well, that's not what their life looks like. Yeah. So making it like a really vulnerable space, even for people who are already in the business field or who are wanting to get in the business field, to actually hear about what goes on behind the scenes and making yeah. it really transparent and a safe place for people to talk about their lessons and their mistakes, the work that goes in, the sacrifices, even the payoffs. I think yeah, money was something that we wanted to actually yeah. make it make it okay to talk about. Yeah, wealth creation, one of my most favorite topics of all time. And yeah. it's so funny because we talk about money, we talk about wealth creation, and there's such a stigma behind that, especially around women. It's like you get a really successful chick to start talking about money and all of a sudden she's vain or she's materialistic. And it's like, what? what hold on a minute. Yeah, absolutely not. I remember doing a post, actually, what was one when we were over in Vegas, our last business conference, it was like with six, seven-figure earners, and the amount of trolls that actually, and I put a post up about who we were hanging with being like, I've seen more humble people than you, and it's like, there's nothing about talking about business, money, at the end of the day, business revolves around money, there's an exchange of services, and actually making it okay for women to be okay to talk about money, and the lingo that goes with it, because I think that's Mm. what intimidates a lot of women, is because they think it's too hard or there's all this jargon that goes into it and so making it like a safe place and putting in everyday terms because I'm not really that smart I'm book smart but not street smart (laughs) so if I can do it anybody can do it you'll probably hear me say some really blonde things as well so that's my disclaimer (laughs) totally I I love that part of you but yeah absolutely I agree um talking about wealth creation and I think like times are changing yeah so many people are starting up little businesses whether they're like you know, little hobby businesses to make an extra stream of income or there are people that are like they've got full-time jobs but they're creating something on the side for them because they need something for like a travel fund or to pay their living expenses because it's freaking expensive to live in this day and age. Or there's people who are completely just like leaving their careers to start something completely different because it's a passion of theirs. And everyone I talk to has a business idea or is starting a business or is wanting to start a business. Yeah. So... The whole creating streams of income is something I'm really interested in. I know you've had a couple of businesses, so have I. I've had both traditional and non-traditional. They've both been successful. And I think that it's a really good idea to give people an insight into that world, especially for those who are thinking, I think I want to do something like this. Yeah. Especially when you look at the stats. So 50% of businesses fail within their first 12 months and then 80% in their first four years. That's crazy. It's like a massive fail rate. Isn't it? (laughs) And so it's like, well, we need to be able to support each other. People in business, we need to support each other, lean on each other, what works, what What doesn't work, what doesn't work, Um, and laugh as well. Like this, we want this to be fun. Like (laughs) maybe the lessons at the time aren't funny, but being able to self-reflect on them and have a bit of a chuckle and share that with other people on the line who are probably beating themselves up because 
they're in that boater experience at that time as well. Yeah. And I just think creating a space where we could potentially create a huge ripple effect in the lives of other business owners because they heard something on our vlogcast that was like imperative for their success. Imagine if like, how cool would that be? Imagine getting like an email, like two years down the track being like that podcast you guys did, man, like it taught me so much. (laughs) Thank you. That's the point of this. That is. Vlog, vlogcast, podcast. podcast gonna, podcast. It's both. It's both. It's, it's a podcast and a vlogcast. <laughs> it <laughs> is. going to switch between the two. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm just, I'm super pumped. And I actually, we have a really cool lineup of people that we're interviewing we on this do. podcast. We do. And from different backgrounds as well, like people who might be in traditional startup businesses from all the way, like we said, people who are looking for multiple other streams of income. Yeah. So where you're looking at like cryptocurrencies, looking at investments, you're looking into property, you're looking into things like multi-level marketing as well, where you're looking yeah. at other ways of generating income so you're no longer having to work for money. Yeah. And that's something, you, as you know, I'm really passionate about is like educating women when you stop working if you're working for money when you stop working where does the money come from because a lot of us women on average women are out of the workforce 14 years more less than a man is does that make sense 14 years we work less less than 14 years wait we work we work 14 14 years years less less than a man (laughs) (laughs) plot moment number one (laughs) (laughs) there's gonna be many of them um but yeah it's because of kids and there's a lot of the time it's two women and that's why I'm so passionate about empowering mm. women as well, about income and finances. Like, obviously, this, this podcast is for men and women. Yeah. But it's just because when it comes to finances, women, like, one in two marriages end these days. And that's so crazy. One in it? two marriages end. End. That's so crazy. That just gave me... St- um, <laughs> st- <laughs> that just gave me... That just shows you're always seeing business. Statistic goosebumps. <laughs> um, but yeah, one in two marriages end these days, That's which is nuts. scary because for most women, what happens is they are out of the workforce for 14 years less than a man. So their retirement is less, their mm-hmm. retirement fund when they retire, their super is less. And if, if their marriage ends, I'm sure in that 14 years when they're out of work, they're relying on a man for an income. Yeah. So that's really worrying and even I read a really interesting stat the other day that 80% of women who are under the poverty line weren't when they were married which Mm. means that we're either relying on a man for an income or actually relying on our man to understand and manage finances so I know a lot of women I talk to they're like yeah but I do all the budgeting I'm like yeah but do you understand how to recognize a good stock or do you know how to understand investment properties or do you understand when positively or negatively geared like all this jargon that they've kind of thought push it away because like, that's a man thing or that's too hard and it's like yeah making it not too hard and easy to understand so women totally get into that stuff like business is sexy money is sexy yeah and that's the stigma I'm so keen to break with yeah. this vlogcast that women are not meant to handle the money I f- I totally and I know a lot of people who are male as well will agree with me with this the feminine energy is meant to handle the money but we need to understand it. Yes, we need to we understand, understand it. it. And going back to what you were saying before, like you were saying how we've got so many different types of business owners that are coming onto the show that we get to interview, which I'm so pumped about. But one of them being network marketers. Now, I have huge respect for network marketers, and I know there's that's another industry that has huge, huge stigma on it. You know, yeah. like pyramid schemes and. These like I you, totally relate. I remember the first time I got introduced to that kind of business structure. I was like, 
oh my god, it's a cult. Like, yeah. they're like, too happy. They're all chanting. They're going to like, these conferences. They're dancing. Like, oh, crazy. <laughs> but I have an immense amount of respect for all network marketers, whether they're, you know, just starting out or they've been in the industry for 20 plus years. So much respect because A, that industry is different. It's not traditional. Mm. B, they get so much shit. <laughs> they do. They cop so much, right? Because there's this huge stigma around it and, you know, it's not a real business. And, yeah, I just can't wait to have some really successful people in MLM on yeah. here because people are going to understand how that business model is actually quite smart. Yeah. It's very smart, network marketing, and they'll actually see how hard people in that industry work. Yeah. And also be educated about other business structures so you can actually draw the parallels between two businesses mm. to work out and actually understand it. Because I think a lot of people looking in, they have that ignorance or they have that stigma around network marketing structure because they actually don't understand what a normal business looks like. They're yeah. in that employer mentality where they show up every single day, yeah. they get paid a certain wage, they start at nine, they finish at five. But the issue with that is in 50 years' time, they're still doing that, and they never really get ahead. Mm. Um, and that's, yeah, another thing about the money that I'm really excited. Just talk about it, Make it a safe place for so many women who go through that. I know not not really us yet. We're not in a point where we're wanting to retire. Yeah. But so many women who are getting to that point of retiring, and, like, they're starting to realize, holy moly, I wish I'd been educated about these other things earlier. Yeah. So I could have planned for it. Not only that, like, God forbid, and touch with this, you know, something happens to your partner, like, man, that that is an expensive lesson if you're not set up properly. Yeah. And I know both of us have been reading some really cool books on this topic about setting up your future and thinking ahead, like thinking about your retirement and things like that. Like, man, I'm about to turn 30. I'm not retiring anytime <laughs> soon. But that's something you've got to think about. It doesn't matter how old you are, whether you're in your 20s, your 30s, 40s, 50s. Like, yeah. that's something that you really need to think about. And God forbid something does happen to your partner and you're stuck. Like, what are you going to do? Who are you going to call? Babe, stalking business. <laughs> <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> like, what are you going to do? Ghostbusters. Yeah, well, I just, I think it's a really good idea to maybe talk about our own experiences in business. Yeah. You've, you've had a couple of businesses yourself. So, yeah. you were... You can ask me questions. Yeah, I'm going to ask. I'm oh, going to interview okay. you. Go okay, for it. I'm going to you. <laughs> So you were traditionally, you went to university, you went um, and did psychology, and then yeah. you were a child protection officer, <laughs> which, by the way, I take my hat off to you because that is such an amazing role to do. You did it for how long? Three and a half, three, three and a half years. Yeah. Yeah. I have a huge amount of respect for people in that industry because it ain't easy. No. And for the people that are left behind, honestly, like, I'm so impressed with what they do. Let's just take a moment of silence. Please. Honestly, like, I look back and that's probably one of the biggest motivated reasons why I left was because it's such a hard, hard job. Yeah. And so the people who are still doing it, like, honestly, you don't get enough credit. Yeah, I agree. And so you went from doing that and then you started your life coaching practice. Yes. Yes, and you became a life coach I and did. an online life coach. So you were like yes. doing face to face and online. Yeah, well, I was. It's this is how crazy the world's evolving. Like I was looking at renting a space, but when I offered my coaching on my on my website, most people were opting online. So it didn't make sense for me to hire out a space and be money yeah. in my pocket when it was just dead money. So yeah, all online, which is pretty cool. And I guess let's hear a little bit about your experience with that and and what came to fruition from that business yeah for sure so where do I start 
Um, passionate about holistic health, really passionate about understanding people and connecting with people. So obviously that was the psychology. Um, ended up in child protection after I did my thesis. Um, and I guess from there I learned just about the ins and outs of business, even in child protection. It was my first full-time job. And um, for me, I was really excited because I'd been doing all these little bits and pieces throughout uni. Yeah. But I was commuting two hours a day to even get into the workforce. So I was like, oh, that was a bit of a bummer. And then when my tax came out, I was like, well, that's a bit of a bummer. And then the <laughs> petrol and then the tolls. I realized that I had a $40,000 hex debt. Once my expenses came out just to get to work, I was on a pretty much on a, an average wage. And I was like, wow, how am I supposed to get ahead on this? Mm. And then I kept telling myself, you know what, you're doing this to set yourself up. You want to have a family, you want to have freedom, you want to have choices. Um, but then even realised a lot of the mums who were working in that workforce, even if they had kids, only had nine months maternity leave, they still had to put their kids in before and after school daycare because they still have to get to work at 8.30. If something happens after after work hours, yeah. especially in child protection, you can't just go, not my issue, I'm going home. Like You could yeah. be there till 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock at night sometimes. And so I remember just thinking, wow, if I have kids, this isn't going to work. Like, And I didn't bust my butt at uni, didn't bust my butt in my scholarship or my thesis, just to sit here and yeah. trading my time for money. So that's when I got interested in thinking about other ways of working as well as having some freedom and flexibility so when I had kids, I could be at home. I didn't have to mess up in those magical moments or put them in before and after school mm. care. So, yeah, that's when I started my own life coaching practice. And even that was a whole other lesson in that, like <laughs> the overheads <laughs> and realising how much time goes in just the start of any business. I'm sure any business owners or listening in or any other health coaches how much time you're trading at the start just to get content on your page and you're yeah. selling yourself. Like, totally. So many people have this issue, and I, hope, I know that's something we'll hopefully get covered on this vlogcast with, like, the concept of selling. selling. Yeah. It's like everything is a sell. Like, it's like if you go to a surgeon, you don't, like, oh, my God, they're trying to sell me something. Like, yeah, they're selling their services. You don't have an issue with that. So yeah. another story for another day. But Different kettle of fish. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, just realised how hard it was and how much I was selling myself just to get clients mm. in the door and if I didn't get a client in the door then I still didn't get paid and if my client cancelled then what happened then and I just realised that there had to be even another way another way to supplement my business and another stream of income which is where um, Babes in Business came in which is why I'm here now when I've learnt so much over the last few years just about business and multiple yeah. streams of income and the ups and the downs and what it takes and yeah I think if anything, just grateful for the journey or the lessons and the people it's brought to me, yeah. including you. Well, I think that's – I love that you brought Babes in Business up because I think for our viewers and our listeners who have no idea what Babes in Business is. <laughs> yeah. So Babes Talking Business is our podcast, but Babes in Business is our business mentoring hub that we have yeah. where we mentor women in business. How to create online businesses too. I know. <laughs> it's my favorite. I love it. I love and it. And that's actually how I met you. That was how, how weird is we it? We met online. We on literally Instagram. talk every single day. Like, we'll be having a shower. How funny was that conversation the other day? I was like, hey, I'm naked. You're like, I'm naked too. I was, in the sh I was naked too. I was like in my towel. I was like, this is really cute. Yeah. Because when we get like good ideas when we're in or out of the shower, so we just randomly Dude, call each other. Okay. So weird. I'm so glad I'm not the only one who thinks of the best ideas in the shower. Like, I'm pretty sure this podcast came to fruition in the shower like <laughs> no joke like always in the shower always thinking like I need one of those things like it's like a waterproof notepad that you get to write in the shower because I'm put that on your list for your birthday I'll try find one yes I'll please one for you. 8th of April okay <laughs> it's coming up but yeah that was how that was how I met it was yeah. online and because tell I us a little about your story then so how what were you doing tell us your business journey so people get a bit of an idea of where you've come from and how we found each other and babes in business 
So, I guess Sir. my traditional job was I was a registered nurse. I was an anaesthetic assistant, and I'd been doing that for about five years. So, I went to did the whole uni thing like you, like went to university, smashed my degree, like yeah. you know was HDs all the way through, and then got my dream job as an anaesthetic assistant. Loved it, like, and still to this day, love that job. I'm actually so sad that I don't get to do it every day, but I do love what I'm doing now. Yeah. Um, and the only thing that got me thinking about a different stream of income while I was nursing was that I just wasn't earning enough. Like, I, and I'm not a materialistic person at all, but I definitely was like, I need more cash. Like, I want to travel the world. I want to have amazing experiences. The places I want to go to are, like, very expensive. <laughs> you know, I have to catch a flight there. Um, but not only that, I was just not keen on the whole I've got to work 40, 50 hours a week on call on the weekends to make a decent wage, you know. And so I've had businesses. I remember I started my very first business when I was in university um, and it was a little clothing range. I used to, like, make clothes. Oh, I never knew this. Didn't you know no. that? Shut up. You haven't told me. Is it this where the peach came from? Yes, it was called Peaches and Cream. <laughs> Literally. Anyway. And do you know where Peaches and Cream came from? That 112 song. Side note. Don't worry. It's one of my favourite songs. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so Peaches and Cream, like, did that all the way through uni. paid my way through university being a nurse. And for anyone who is a nurse or was a nurse, like, it's you work the whole time for free. Yeah. So that paid my way through uni. Um, and then I started nursing, so I stopped doing it. And just the whole trading time for money thing for me, I loved my job, but I wasn't very keen on the situation. Like I was working a lot. I became a manager of where I was working, which was great because I got an increase in income. I think my, my pay rise was like five or $6 an hour, which was so good for me at the time. Like this 24, 25 year old, like just got a $6 an hour increase. I was like, damn, I'm rich. (laughs) And but all of a sudden, all this responsibility came on me and all this responsibility all of a sudden was on my shoulders. Like I was looking after people, looking after like rosters, sick leave, annual leave, I had more responsibility at work with OHS, And it was just like, well, this is full on. I'm now stressed about my job and I'm not, not thinking about it when I was at home. So creating another stream of income for me was... Yeah, it was just something for me to not totally leave my job, but just have something part time so that I could cut my hours and travel more and do things that I love. So I love holistic health as well, and I think that's why we're the best of buds because we both love it so (laughs) much. And other people think we're a bit woo woo, but yeah, (laughs) good. Yeah, we're sitting here with crystals and stuff, so (laughs) whatever. Um, Yeah, so I became a holistic health coach and started doing the whole coaching online thing, which was awesome. and that's how we met online and then, yeah, created an online program for women to delve into their health and wellness, then went into the whole and like still do that, but then went into the whole side of like, okay, well, we've just created something so freaking cool. Like we've created a business from Instagram yeah. and Facebook, like yeah. we got to teach other people what we've just done. So that's yeah. where Babes in Business came yeah. from and now... We're here doing babes talking business. Talking business. And it's freaking awesome. It is. And it's also fun. And I think that's some of the flavour that we want to put in this too. And I think anyone who knows either of us <laughs> knows that we are massive goobers. Obviously. We're up, we're up for fun. <laughs> 
So, let's get this podcast rocking. I'm so pumped. Let's do it. Congratulations, we just finished podcast one. Give me a high five. Yeah, girl. <laughs>